Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Business Ready for Business with me, Terry Igororo. This is the first episode of the new decade, 2020, so I'm really excited. I'm actually really excited about what this next decade holds and, you know, just being able to have the foresight of how to actually visualise 10 years. Um, And that really comes from being able to look at the past 10 years and realise how much was accomplished with very little vision. Um, when I say very little vision, the vision, there was some sort of vision there, but the deliberateness of that vision wasn't fully mapped out. And I spoke a bit about that in my last episode, so I'm not going to go too much into that today. But today, I'm really going to be talking about the power of choice and taking action. Um, because it's something that I wrote in my book, Think Like an Entrepreneur. And every so often I catch myself reminding myself about how much power I have in choices and sometimes we might think to ourselves I don't always have a choice in the situation I don't always have a choice in the matter but the truth of them but the truth is you do have a choice we all have a choice there's one choice that we all have no matter what happens in this life and that's the choice of how to feel no one can tell you how you should feel about a situation no one can tell you how you should feel about the outcome. It's entirely, that is yours. And it's something that can actually be very deliberate because you can decide to be upset about something or you can decide to be happy about it. I mean, the most classic choice, if we're talking about how you feel, is when you do something expecting outcome A, you get outcome B. Outcome B now makes you feel like a failure. Outcome B makes you feel it's so unfair. Outcome... How can be means, you know, it, it went wrong, it, it failed. And, but ultimately, how can be is just an unexpected or undesired result. You knew what you wanted and you didn't get what you want. But, it, you know, it's how you look at it is the most important thing. And if you look at it and say, OK, this wasn't the outcome I looked, I was looking for. But what can I learn from this outcome? What can I take from this and how can I move forward from it? Like mentally, you're in a way better position if you can look at something and say, okay, this isn't what I wanted, but such is life. What can I do with this? What can I learn from this? How can I move forward from this? And that automatically shifts the mindset and shifts your energy levels from being, from feeling down and out to feeling, you know, a little bit more positive, a little bit more upbeat, which is why I'm saying that. You have that's and that's a choice. That's why I'm saying that you know we have a choice because that is actually a choice. It's how do I feel about this thing? Even me myself, I catch myself feeling upset about things that are really not worth being upset about, especially when things just don't go my way. Like I'm I really love things going the way I want them to go. And I catch myself pulling the biggest strop when it doesn't go that way. And I think to myself, but T, that's no good for you. That's not even helping you in the slightest. Then it brings my energy levels down for a moment. The good thing about me, the thing that I really love about me is it only lasts for a minute. You know, I can't be upset today, go to sleep, wake up tomorrow, still upset. That's wild. Tomorrow's a new day. When I wake up tomorrow, I'm like, okay, right, how do we tackle whatever that thing was that happened yesterday? If it requires tackling. Otherwise, it's done. But more time... I actually find myself coming out of a strop or out of feeling down or out of feeling not my best in a matter of 
well, I'll say minutes, but it could be like half an hour to an hour. It all depends on what it is. But I do catch myself and pull myself back out of that because it's not my best energy. And with that energy, I'm not able to create the things that I want to create because I'm too busy focusing on the wrong thing. So it's a good idea that, you know, as you're going through life, business, whatever you're doing, to bear in mind that you always have a choice about how you feel about an outcome. You might not be able to actually control the outcome. You might not be able to control the situation. A lot of things are definitely out of our hands. Those, I understand. Do the best you can to control the situation as best you can. Then you leave. Then after that, it's literally down to how you're going to feel about this outcome. Did you give it your best shot? If you did, fantastic. If you didn't, and you know you didn't give it your best shot, then don't beat yourself up about it. Just know to yourself that, look, I didn't give it my best shot. So this was the outcome. This is what I can learn from not giving it my best shot. What can I do better the next time? But ultimately, this is what I'm talking about. Is just about the mindset and the power of choice. The number one choice. How you feel about whatever it is that you're going to do. Another thing I'm going to say about choice is that um, we go through life making so many decisions on a daily basis like we really really do um but as i said to you i mean as i said to you but yeah as i said as i was saying earlier on like last year or the last decade a lot happened a lot was accomplished some of it wasn't um as deliberate as i'd like it to be some of it was in hindsight looking at the last decade it definitely means it, it definitely confirmed um something that i wrote in my book as well which is like if you don't choose a position that you want in life life will choose one for you um and that really is something that i'm looking at putting at the forefront of what i'm doing going forward over the next 10 years like you have to be very deliberate about what you want to do because if you're not deliberate about what you want to do things are going to happen anyway and they're going to put you in positions that you didn't want to be in but you didn't make a choice about what you wanted to do so here's one for you you know so if you don't choose what you want for your life, life will definitely choose a position for you because life is about choices. It's about a left or a right. There's always a decision. There's always things that are happening, you know. So, but it's definitely, definitely much more valuable, much more better to be the master and commander of your own life and really take those decisions. You know, I know sometimes you think, no, but I don't, I'm just going to just not do nothing. But the thing about it is that not doing anything is actually a choice anyway. If you say, ah, I'm not going to do anything about it. Well, that was the choice. The choice was not to, was to not do anything about it. The next question is, if you choose not to do anything about it, is there going to be somebody else who is now going to make a choice on your behalf because you did nothing about it? And are you happy with that? Are you going to be happy with the outcome? You know, because if you're happy with the outcome, then by all means, do nothing about it and allow things to go as they may. But if you're like, no, I actually want this to go a certain way, then you have to make a choice and decide to take the action um, that you deem necessary. So yeah, man, I mean, so those, so those are the things that I was thinking really about, you know, in terms of choice, the choices that we make, choices that we've made. And I think it's always good to reflect on them. And I think now, being at the beginning of the year, beginning of the decade, would be a good time to reflect on choices made over the last decade, choices made last year, choices made last decade, um, and thinking about, you know, what was the outcome of this choice? 
what did I learn from it? What can I take from it going forward? I think that's a really, really great exercise to do. The good thing about that exercise is you can actually do that exercise on a daily basis, a weekly basis, a quarterly basis, a monthly basis, well, a monthly basis, a quarterly basis. Like, you can do it whenever you want, but it's about reflecting on the choices that are made um, because it really is, like, something so powerful in life. And if we're ignoring choices, then we're ignoring... If, if we're ignoring choices, then we are not holding ourselves accountable. You know, choice is accountability. And I think a lot of people will shy away from it because they don't want to be accountable for their actions. But everything we do is a choice. And the moment we realise that every choice that we make is essentially our own and we are in control of it, it also means that every outcome is ours and we should hold ourselves accountable to it. Irrespective of if somebody else makes the final decision on something, we were a catalyst to the thing. We did our part in it. And being held accountable for the outcome is something that I'm, I've been doing for a minute and I'm definitely going to continue to do it. I mean, you know, sometimes things don't go the way that you want them to go and you'd really want to try and place the blame elsewhere, but there's nowhere else to place the blame. You know, it simply is a case of, I own it. This is mine. I made my choices and this was the outcome. You know, it might not be the one that you want, as I said earlier, but it's the outcome. Um, and it's about how you feel about it and what you're going to do next. So it's, you know, going forward. And I think if you if you have the moment, well, you should, you know, try and make a moment, try and take some time to really, you don't have to go into as much detail. I mean, you can go into huge detail. You can just take 10 minutes and really reflect it. But I think it's good to write it down because when you write things down, it helps you really take it in. You know, write down, say, look, over the last decade, what are the three to five choices that I made that had some sort of impact on my life? Uh, What was the outcome of these choices? And what did I learn from these choices? You know, and in the same breath, kind of think about it again and say, what choices didn't I take? What did did I deliberately, deliberately decide to not do anything about? Which was still a choice, but what was the outcome? And what did you learn from it? What would you do better? What would you do differently? So that was a, that's a little quick exercise that I think would be, um, well, hopefully useful. I, th- I find it useful, um, especially, like I said, being at the beginning of the year, at the beginning of the decade, just being able to have a nice little reset. But, you know, a lot of people start the year with loads of energy, New Year's resolutions and stuff without taking stock of what they've done so far. Because knowing, you know, knowing where you've come from enables you to know what steps to take next. Otherwise, you could potentially be doing the same thing all over again and only realise when it's too late. But if you, you know, think about it in advance before you take the next step, then you have the tools to navigate better. You know, a lot of the things that, um, a lot of the concepts in this, in this first, in this episode um, are based on themes from my book. Um, first chapter is The Power of Choice. Why do I do some of the things that I do? Why do I feel some of the ways that I feel? Why do I not have certain tendencies? And it's because 
of some of the principles that I've adapted into my life. And one of them is what can I give versus what can I get? See, the thing is, most people go through life looking at what can they get? What can I get from this situation? What can I get from this person? What can I get? And they're always taking, 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 which is, there's nothing wrong with that, but there's just a lot of people doing it. I mean, if we had two boats, that boat would be oversubscribed versus the boat that says, what can I give? You know, what can I give you? What can I give to this scenario? What can I give to the world? What can I give to my spouse? What can I give to my children? What can I give to the business? What can I give to the community? What can I give? Because when you become a giver, you automatically open up the channels for receiving. But the thing is, it's not about giving to receive, neither. It's about what can I actually give? What do I genuinely want to give? Um, and the reason why I said you become a recipient for receiving is because uh, it's the natural balance of life. You know, it's give and take, give and take, give and take, give and take. But if you're always taking, 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 and not giving, 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 then you're going to find that what you're receiving is limited to what you've been putting in. And life is about inputs and outputs. <clears throat> life is about inputs and outputs. So if you're putting in, you know, the same way if you go to the gym, you put in work. It's like, what can I give to this workout? You know, you start to get results because you're giving, you're putting in. You know, it's the same of anything that you want to become great at. You give first. You don't take, you don't say, right, I'm going to be the best pianist. How is that going to work without you giving anything? You give your effort, you give your time, you give your dedication. You, you give to the craft of becoming the best pianist. You don't just take, what are you going to take from? Even if you have a piano teacher, you can't take anything from the teacher. You have to give. Um, so I think that when we apply that same sort of thing to the rest of life, it puts us in a, in a better position for one, and it it generally contributes to the overall growth of whatever it is that we're putting into. It's really important to do that. Um, and I think it's, you know, it's very much, uh, I remember when I was looking at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and what you find is at the top of the needs is self-actualization, and at the bottom of the needs is uh, basically deficiency needs, like basic needs, like food, um, health, shelter, things like that. And most people who are in the what can I get box are in, are still operating at the lowest level of the hierarchy of needs, which is self-deficiency. Like, you know, what can I get for me? It's all about me, 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 me. Whereas self-actualization is about how can I be all I can be? How can I give the most of me? Um, so I just thought to myself, and what it is, is in, and what Maslow said about that is that... Um, most people won't get to the self-actualization part until they've gone through all the different stages. I can't remember all the stages off the top of my head, but I just focused really on the bottom and the top. And a bit in, in between is things that you've got to climb towards. But I just said, how about we just flip this thing upside down and move straight to how can I be all I can be? What can I, how can I contribute the most of me to society? How can I contribute the most of me to whatever I'm doing? How can I give without even looking to receive? Um, and that's also, that's part of, you know, the what can I give, what can I get type scenario. 
And when you look at, when you go and look at the, the hierarchy, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and you think to yourself, wow, you know, a lot of the most successful people in the world have moved themselves into the position of, you know, what can I give? So I think it's a good idea to, as you move forward over the next decade, start trying to shift the mindset, start making an active, a deliberate choice to see what you can give versus what you can get. And it's not necessarily going to be in every single thing in life. It's, you know, it's it's a choice. You can decide what you want to do it in. But try and do it in some areas of life. Try and do it in a lot of areas of life. Try and give more than you're going to take. Um, do it for yourself more than anything else. <laughs> you know, because yourself would, would definitely, definitely be grateful and definitely, definitely benefit from it. Remember, all the choices that you make in this world are yours. And there's one choice that nobody can ever, ever take away from you. And that is how you feel about any given situation. Hope you enjoyed today's episode of Business Ready for Business. And yeah, the title might throw a few people off. I actually thought to myself, I said, should I change this title to something else? And I said, no, I'm not going to change to something else because... Business Ready for Business is just how I see the world. And I think that the whole world is about business. When people think about business, they think about transactional, they think about money and stuff like that. But it's not just about money. It's about, you know, actually doing things. It's, it's you know, when people say, mind your own business, it's like, well, what business am I minding? And the business of you is what you're minding. You, as an individual, are a business. And if you operate as such, then you begin to have more, you begin to have more control over your life. You begin to really take ownership because when you realise that your life and your career is your business, it means that you have to become the CEO of the business of you. You need to be entrepreneurial. You need to navigate the business of you. It's nobody else's it's, it's, it's actually nobody else's responsibility. So that's why I stuck with this. You know, that's why I decided, I said, no, I'm going to stick with business ready for business because you own the business of you. And by being entrepreneurial, you are putting yourself in the best possible position to achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve in life, whether it's being the best parent, whether it's rising to the top of an organisation, whether it's building out a multinational company, it all starts with you, the business of you. And being entrepreneurial definitely, definitely, definitely increases your chances of getting the best possible results. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, please feel free to like it, subscribe to it, share it with somebody that you think might enjoy it. Um, leave me a comment, drop me an email, podcast at terryigororo.com. That's T-E-R-R-Y-I-G-H-A-R-O-R-O.com. Drop me an email there and let me know how I'm doing. Like your feedback definitely makes all the difference. Um, if there's any topics you want me to talk about, let me know. And yeah, I mean, just your general feedback, please, is, is so welcomed. Your feedback helps me know whether I'm on the right track or not. 
I mean, I love doing this anyway. I'm really enjoying doing this, but just to know that you're also enjoying it would be great. If you think that, you know, there's some things I can improve on, please do let me know about that as well because feedback always helps people improve. So I'd like to know that too. Um, you can follow me on all of, all your favourite social medias. Uh, just Terry Gororo. Type it into the social media. If I'm there, I'll pop up. That's Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. And yeah, man, until the next time, remember, the choice is yours. <laughs> Wishing you a great one. Peace.